holidays, everybody. Listen, is this a little bonus Minnesota? You had best belief. Because here's what we're doing. For the people who follow the show, you know that we were running a real fun little contest, right? So basically what we were imploring people to do is over on Apple Podcasts, we wanted you to rate, review, and subscribe to the show, all of that. We always give that spiel at the end of every episode, but this time we were including the added caveat of if you leave, or left rather, a five-star review and provided a written review, including your three favorite pop culture picks, those would get narrowed down and then voted on over on our Instagram page at Tell Liam Every. Everything. People would vote, we'd pick a winner, and then that special lucky person would get a prize. And great news, everyone. The moment has come. History's been made. We have our very first Tell Me Everything contest winner. Now, listen, I'm going to go ahead and assume this is not this person's given name, but according to Apple Podcasts, girl, Q underscore baby 820, diva, you just won. You won. You won. Congratulations. Now, here's the thing, and this is really where everyone's honesty needs to pull through here. We need this person to identify themselves. So here's what Q underscore baby 820. Here's what you need to do. You need to go to our Instagram page at Tell Liam Everything and please DM us just saying, hello, it's me. Basically quote Taylor Swift, like it's me. Hi, I'm the winner. It's me. That's what you need to say because you're going to get in touch with us. And then through our DMs, we'll get in touch with you about sending you your prize, your little treat. Okay, great. All that stuff. Fun, fun, fun. Now, for people listening, you might be wondering what three pop culture polls could Q underscore baby 820 have provided that really helped to capture the attention of Tell Liam. Nope, Tell Liam. That's our Instagram page. Girls, when I tell you that I just woke up from a nap at Tell Me Everything, what our listeners were really so enraptured by. So here's the three polls that Q underscore baby helped provide. Your first poll, Q underscore baby, you provided in your own words, the woman, the myth, the legendary Ms. Britney Spears, the iconic Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fight in Amsterdam, which of course provided the iconic line, beast. How dare you? And number three, Hallmark holiday movies. Now I thought, listen, this is just going to be a quick little mini-sode. We're not going to get into the, you know, the real sort of deep nitty gritty of all these three polls. But I thought just to sort of honor this person, I would just provide my own quick little opinions about each three of these things. And I just want to say, it's interesting, you know, I love that someone provided Britney Spears because God knows this woman's been through the goddamn ringer. She's free from her conservatorship. She's living life. She's dancing with knives on Instagram, thriving. And I will say, by the way, my favorite Britney songs, and I think these are more like deep cuts, but I will say, Don't Let Me Be the Last to Know off of Oops, I Did Again, seminal, a classic. Also, Cinderella from her self-titled record, Britney, which I believe is also the same record that Toxic and Me Against the Music lives on. Incredible. Oh, you know what? On that record too, isn't Breathe On Me on that one, I want to say? I want to say that's true. Such a good song. The point is this. Britney Spears is such a fascinating person for so many reasons. Because also, if we're being honest, like she is a little tricky to talk about in a little in, in in a sort of way because and this isn't me telling tales out of school I mean you know since she's been released from her conservatorship she has been very transparent about the fact that she's had to contend with mental health stuff as a result of you know that situation and I think she's gone as far as to say that she's contending with her own PTSD about that and it's interesting you know watching maybe permeations of this behavior play out on social media again if that's what's happening I'm not a doctor it's not for me to say what is going on here. But not to like quote that viral video from 
you know, the vintage internet days of 2006. But like, I do kind of wish that the free Britney people sort of took the foot off the gas pedal a little bit because, you know, there's all these conspiracy theories now of like, that's not really Britney who we're seeing and that's like a stand-in or that's a double or is she well or is she going? Here's the thing. If this is what freedom is going to look like for her and if this is what she wants her freedom to look like, we need to respect that and honor that and just let her do her own thing and let her be free. You know what I mean? So that's the first thing I want to say about Britney. But, you know, I I really admire that she seems to be galvanizing on this moment now in her life, that she really does just seem to be doing finally what she wants to be doing. I do wonder if and when we will ever see another album from her. This is not something that I think she should rush to be doing. Again, I think she sort of has been a dancing monkey for her family for a very long time. And whatever time she wants to take just for herself to not um, be at the mercy of everyone else's, what, monetary earnings, I think is perfectly fine and should be respected and admired. But I do wonder if we'll ever see another album from her because I weirdly wouldn't be surprised if she was an example of someone who just didn't feel personally compelled to deliver on that again. Just considering that she's basically been the breadwinner and workhorse for her family for the last 20 plus years. And I wonder about how personally excited she is even to make a new album again. You know what I mean? Like, cause I know that leading up to, this was still while she was in the conservatorship. Like I think she told one of her sons and even her sons said this in an interview where like she was not feeling like she ever really wanted to record again. Again, maybe her mindset has changed given that, you know, she's now a free woman, but I wonder I wonder that. And I also wonder too, if she were to record another album, what that would look and sound like, what producers would she work with? Like, would she be a little more, or would she have more agency around choosing her creative team? Would she want to create the same kind of pop sounding record as she always has before? I have no idea. But anyway, Q Baby, Britney Spears, a justified and glorious pick for your pop culture polls and getting into the real housewives of Beverly Hills fight in Amsterdam. Now I will say if you listen to my episode with Lisa Traeger and Kara Clank, I think you can probably discern that I am something of a, I don't want to say skeptic. Skeptic is not the right word. I guess, frankly, critical. Like I am, I am kind of critical of that franchise. And if I'm being really honest, I think what I'm being really critical of is Andy Cohen. Cause the thing that I do worry about with with those shows, you know, we have had this whole kind of like, I think, reassessment of reality TV culture. And it's interesting when you look at reality TV in, in you know, at the dawn of, of its creation, let's say in the, I don't know, early 2000s, when it really first started to pop off, we were seeing shit play out there that doesn't exist anymore. And I think a lot of that is because we've been, we've become far more careful and thoughtful about how real people's lives are being shown on camera. Like I even used to think about like on American Idol and stuff and like you don't see this anymore, but on American Idol, they fully would let people audition who I'm going to go ahead and safely say definitely had mental health issues. And instead of understanding that like, okay, maybe this person's not in great headspace to be on television, not only would they showcase that person's audition, they would then mine it for laughs and basically embarrass them in front of, I don't know, the 20 or 30 million people that would watch that show. And so as this relates to The Real Housewives, you know, it's interesting because I think these women, how do I want to say this? I don't want to say they're set up to fail because I don't know that I believe that necessarily. But I re- I recognize that these are women who maybe on the surface are not the easiest to have empathetic f- or sympathetic feelings towards because, you know, they do represent wealth and entitlement in America. These are women who have 1% problems. It's I, I understand they're not the easiest people to always root for necessarily, but regardless of their financial economic bracket, these are women who I think certainly have, and when I say 
sorry, when I say these women, I don't mean all of them. That obviously is a broad generalization, but a lot of them, I would say, certainly have, um, I think, pretty, what seemed to me to be clear, substance abuse issues, maybe um, at the very base level, like personality disorder issues, mental health stuff. And, you know, I just, I, I bring that up just because I do wonder about with the show or franchise like Real Housewives, if this will also be something in 10 years that we'll look back on and go like, oh, wow, we we maybe shouldn't have given that as much energy as we should have. And to Q, baby, I'm not saying that, you sh- that you're wrong for watching this franchise. I get it. It's entertaining. And by the way, again, not all those women are emblematic of this thing that sort of sticks in my craw about this franchise. Because, you know, you look at like a Garcelle Beauvais. I think that woman keeps her noise or her head like way above like any sort of messy noise of that show so gloriously. And then, you know, you look at people like, I don't know, I'm not to say that like you necessarily need to be this woman's biggest fan, but even like, you know, a Countess Luann who does these tours now and sings and does whatever like the fact that these women have also been able to sort of spin goals from these shows is wonderful how that's that's wonderful for them i i but just as it relates to my own personal experience with these shows like it, i it's it again it's a very inter- it's a very interesting juxtaposition for me where on the one hand i do acknowledge that it's entertainment and it's frothy and it's sort of like a real life soap opera as much as reality tv can be real life i know that all that. Also, for as much as I'm saying like, oh, you know, these shows, you know, really doing these women wrong, maybe they are. I'm also aware that a lot of these moments are like probably scripted within an inch of their lives. And maybe these women are very aware of what's at play here and what's going on. So I don't know. But I do wonder that about the housewives, if there will be like a bit of a social reckoning. I do think of that Vanity Fair piece that was just put out like a month or so ago that was sort of being led by, uh, God, who was it? Bethany Frankel. You know, there's one housewives who, who said that she really felt like um, uh, that, you know, the show sort of took advantage of her, you know, sobriety and all of that stuff. So I, 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 I do wonder if there will come a moment where like not necessarily the franchise will have a fault. Uh, from Grace, but I wonder if Andy Cohen will, because I can also foresee a situation where that show continues on without him, but with a major retool. And if there isn't then new leadership that exists either with that franchise or at Bravo, I'm not sure, but very interesting. But also I will say this, then you watch a moment where that woman says beast. And that's an incredible line read. It's an incredible line read beast. How dare you? That is iconic. Like it just is. And it is enjoyable. So I realize I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth with this poll, but Q baby, the reason why I also was so struck by and wanted to make you one of the finals, you know, for our three finalists is because I, like even based off of just looking at your picks off of face value, I knew that for me, it, it sort of inspired a lot in the way of conversation and big feelings. And so I think that's why also you were voted the winner because obviously people felt similarly and making our way to your third pick Hallmark holiday movies. I mean, tis the damn season girls. I mean, First of all, I hope you're all having a gorgeous holiday if you're already enjoying some time off. Hopefully, if you're not already, you're getting some time off soon. Because you want to know something? A Hallmark holiday movie, to me, is also, like, so emblematic of, like, American culture. Because I honestly don't know that those pop the cultural bubble of Canada land where I live as much as they do in the States. Because I feel like... Hallmark movies writ large had a real moment in the 90s and those were always like very melodramatic like I feel like they're always very like issues based movies where like someone had like a horrible illness and it was terminal but then they found love right before they kicked the can and their like final words on their deathbed was like I love you you know what I mean for the holiday Hallmark movies I will say 
the this actually of the three is definitely the poll that I am the least informed by, but I feel the most inspired to dig into. And again, tis the damn season. I think maybe this is the moment where I track one down. And Q baby, when you get in touch with us in the DMs, I think you should maybe also tell me where I should start. What is your favorite Hallmark holiday movie that I should really sort of help to help get me going here and really get the ball rolling. Uh, listen, I just, I'm, I'm just so thrilled that people are listening to the show and engaging with us and, you know, chiming in on the Instagram. If you guys, by the way, are not on our Instagram, follow us there at tell Liam everything. What you don't realize is it's such an incredible sort of encapsulation of what we do at the show. And it also really helps to go deeper. So our fabulous producer, Mimi Collins, what she does is with every single guest's pop culture pull, she then does a deep dive and she does these really great carousels where, you know, if you're not familiar with, I don't know, if you're not familiar with Sinead O'Connor ripping up a picture of the Pope, if you're not familiar with Kylie Minogue, if you're not familiar with Law and Order SVU, whatever the thing is, there are these wonderful posts now that Mimi has provided so that you can sort of have a jumping off point so that you can go and then you can start to like learn a bit more about these things, then maybe learn to, you know, have new pop culture favorites that you can sort of invest in on your own time, you know? So I want to leave people with that. I want, as always, people to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Even though we're not running a contest right now, it does so much for the show. People are being so lovely with their outreach and we really appreciate it. And we would love to see people keep doing that. Tell friends about the show. That always makes a huge difference. We are going to have new episodes for you in January. Very, very exciting. And I also want to say our gorgeous sound engineer or the person who's responsible for our theme music, John Lloyd, just to give him a little plug. He has a new album, which is called Reanimation. You can find it on Bandcamp, Apple Music, and Spotify. And it's like this gorgeous ambient music. It's like, can I be honest? It's giving like, um, it gives like Philip Glass and Bjork vibes. It's really, really good. If any of you are, you know, artists yourselves, if you're writers, if you're painters, if whatever the thing is, it is, a, or actually, you know what? Even if you're not a, like someone who occupies any sort of like creative discipline space, it's such a wonderful record to put on in the background, like while you're getting shit done. It's wonderful. Also, and I don't know this from experience yet, but I'm sure I will soon. I have a feeling it's an incredible record to listen to stoned. I just have a feeling. Um, So gosh, what else is there to say? I think that might be it, my babes. As always, thank you for listening. Rate, review, and subscribe. Go to our show's Instagram at Tellium Everything and Q Baby, slide into our DMs and let us know who you are so we can get in touch with you about sending you your gift, okay? So as always, thank you everyone for listening. We will see you in the new year. Happy holidays, whatever it is that you celebrate and uh, take care of yourselves. The holidays can be such a tricky time. And if you're looking to escape family, great news. You've got 10 episodes of the show that you can dive into and hopefully enjoy a bit of solace with, you know? Because what else are podcasts for except for tools to escape people we don't always talk to you know all right we will see you all in the new year have a prosperous rest of your 2023 and until next time 